brothers and sisters, this is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word straight out of the Word of God that's written upon the tablets of my heart. I want to tell you something. God wants you to be encouraged. God wants you to be strengthened. He wants you to be full of the courage that He wants to put into your spirit in this hour. Many of you have been crying out from the fringes of the wilderness. And I refer to the wilderness a lot in my speaking because it's something that God has put on my heart. There are those of you who were called out years and years ago out of the uh, confines of religious order and to walk in spirit and in truth, just like Jesus told the woman at the well. I make reference to her very often because that is the only way that God says that we can truly be in worship of Him is in spirit and in truth, and not one without the other. He, you can have the truth and it be uh, presented out of time. You can have the truth and present the truth, but it may not be what God is saying for the moment. Somebody needs to hear that. And you can have uh, God's spirit and have full good intentions, but you not be enlightened to the truth. In other words, be closing your eyes to what you don't want to see. God is calling you out of that right now. He's calling you to see. Um, and know this, that anything that God shows you, God is going to give you the courage to receive it, and He's going to tell you what to do. God doesn't share His truth with His children, with His babies, without having a plan. you got to understand this. So be encouraged in that. While they, we are under this quarantine and many, many things are going on, there have been those of us who have been crying out, crying out from the outer fringes, crying out from the wilderness saying, hey, there's something going on. It's more than just the virus. And now that things are really starting to come to a, a rolling boil here, we're starting to see um, that there's many other things that are taking place behind this coronavirus screen. Uh, there's been uh, bills that have been trying to get passed through to disarm Americans. There have been many other things going on. Um, if you will please look and uh, get off of the fake news for a while, you know. Uh, God is calling His people out of delusions. He doesn't want you to be deceived. It's a cry out to you to please not be deceived. Amen. And to come out of her, my people, that you may not partake of her plagues. Understanding that um, I referred back to, I'm referring back to my last message, which was wisdom cries out again. The Lord put that on my heart that I needed to read the whole uh, or the whole half of the last of the last chapter of the first chapter rather of Proverbs. So it's Proverbs chapter 1, 20 through 33. If some of you out there have been going through frustration, you've been you've been going through frustration trying to get people to understand, uh, that pretty much sums up. Uh, a lot of things and why you feel the way that you feel okay God wants you to be in comfort he wants you to understand uh, God is calling his people now please go and read the book of revelations go and read about the the, the seven churches uh, be be informed understand what's going on God will open your eyes of understanding you know I also spoke in my last message about how we need to be reading the Bible and even if we don't understand, you see, we are as little children before the Lord. Um, many of the things in God's Word are 
mysteries those we don't understand God understands that you don't understand child of God but as you read that word get it into the file cabinets of your brain when it comes time for you to to know what it means God will pull it forth and suddenly you will have understanding and he will put some of these world events in front of you so that you will understand God does not want souls lost many Christians out there today are uh, self-titled Christians that attend churches or maybe they don't attend the churches maybe they just claim that they are Christian and that they know Jesus when when many of them only know about Jesus God is not calling you just to know about him uh, sweet person God is calling you to be intimate with him and know him um, there are many many things that he wants to inform his people of uh, the word tells us that my people perish for lack of knowledge and I want to tell you it's it's not only knowledge of the scriptures from an intellectual standpoint it's also knowledge of all kinds that he wants to make you aware of certain things and these will coordinate with this with with the with the Bible with God's uh, written word and it'll also coordinate with what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in you deep down in your spirit in the still small voice of the Holy Spirit so this is uh, just something that the Lord put on my heart is is that right there being be understanding um, see those two things go together knowledge and understanding uh, wisdom is very very important in this hour uh, that is just something that the Lord put on my heart for you um, uh, please be studying the word and, and, and don't believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they be of God or not there are many many people out there being deceived and Satan is working it from both sides do you see he's working it from both sides to deceive as many people as he can because that's what his job is and that's what he does but the word tells us this remember when Jesus said to uh, his people he said uh, that the deception that would come would fool even uh, the very elect if it were possible the very elect being God's children do you hear that child of God do you hear that man of God woman of God if it were possible but it's not possible when we are in Christ Jesus and God's Holy Spirit is within us we cannot be deceived because he does not allow that because we are in tune with we are tapped in to God we are we are walking in one accord with him it is time to 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 reevaluate everything in even our own souls and to to um, to let God sift us through, so to speak. You know how a gold miner, you know, back in the old days, they would have that pan and they would go down to the river, okay, and they would sift and they would sift and they would shake that pan until they found the little the little gold. It was just a little bit of gold compared to what everything else. Most of it was junk, right? <laughs> Well, God is doing that with us. He wants to sift us so that we can get the gold out. He wants to see the gold because that is what um, uh, that is what this life has really been about. It's a big filter. Uh, it's a big filter, and people always ask him, "What is the meaning of life?" Well, if they would find Jesus, they would find the meaning of life. You see, we're being purified down here so that God can get the gold out of our lives. Amen. So. Um, anyways, I just want to encourage you right now that um, 
Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. No matter what you go through, God will carry you through. He will be the one to give you courage. There are things coming upon this earth that are much scarier than coronavirus. I'm going to have to tell it to you straight. If you came to this podcast because you were looking to be uh, 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 fed cotton candy and Kool-Aid, you came to the wrong podcast, might as well just go ahead and turn me off right now, but I'm going to tell you something right now, uh, this is the good old days, we're going to look back on this in a, in a, in a short, in not too long from now, and we're going to look back when we were quarantined on our homes, and this is the good old days compared to what's coming. Okay, and God's people need to know. Be encouraged. Doesn't you know? Don't 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 turn it off. Be encouraged. Listen to this. It no matter what. Okay, we need to be focusing on the Lord because the Lord has a plan for His people in this last hour. And there is, I believe, with all my heart, there's a great revival coming. That's I'm telling you, it's going to be the most astounding thing that's ever we've ever seen. We are going to see more souls saved than ever in the history of the world. And that is something to celebrate and it's something to be part of. So put your armor on and gird up your loins and get out your sword of truth and your shield of faith. It's time to clank them together and make a mighty noise for God and go into battle. Amen. Cry aloud and spare not, you prophets of God. Hear that, those of you that prophesy. Some of you prophesy and don't even know it. God is about to reveal your beautiful gifts. This is the year of exposing and revealing. Okay, he's going to expose evil. He's going to reveal the goodness in God's people. Okay, cream floats to the top, baby. And that's you. God is calling you forth. Okay, great is the harvest, but few are the workers. Don't hesitate. That's another word God is putting on my heart for God's people right now, is do not hesitate in this hour to be obedient to God. Whatever He's telling you to do, you do it straightway. Just like those fishermen, they drop their nets straightway and follow Jesus, okay? Don't hesitate and be willing to move quickly. Amen. No matter what, be willing to be instant in and out of season. Okay, God is calling his people to strength right now. You need to pull away from preachers and, and false teachers who are not telling you the truth, that are only wanting to give you a comforting word about how you're going to get through coronavirus and how you're going to be uh, comforted and all of that. Hey, everybody wants to be comforted. I like to be comforted too. Okay, uh, many men and women of God, we need that. We need God's comfort, but we receive God's comfort in a different way. Our comfort is knowing that we are in Christ Jesus and that we are walking in the power of God. That is, that is where our comfort comes from. Not from these things of the flesh. Any preacher that's not preaching on the heavier topics, it's not telling you about uh, that, that we need to be girding up and getting, getting ready for battle and strengthening and getting fortified in our bones and that we need to be uh, focused on our, our eternal souls more than anything else. If they're not willing to share the deeper things that are going on in the world behind the coronavirus screen, you need to get away from those teachers. You need to get away from those preachers. They're not telling you the truth, okay? So this is a cry out. Um, this is a cry out. Please listen. Please pay heed. Be informed. Don't be afraid to be informed. Because it could cost you your life. And it could cost you your eternal soul. 
there are some things going on right now that they're trying to put into place, and we all know what that is. I'm going to tell you the truth. You need to read Revelations 13. You need to read Revelation 17 and 18. Matter of fact, you need, you need to read the whole book, okay? Read it. Be informed. Read, read Thessalonians. Read Matthew 24. All of it ties together, okay? God loves you, and don't give up hope. He has a plan for you, man, man and woman of God. Yes, he does. He has a plan for you, and I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care what it looks like. Even if you had to lay your life down, God will be with you all the way to the end because the word says, He that endureth to the end shall be saved. Okay? Any one of you preachers, pastors, self-proclaimed prophets out there, okay, I believe in the modern-day prophets of the Lord. I've, I've always believed in them. But I want to tell you something. If this is a word of conviction to you, you need to listen to it. You need to be telling God's people the truth. Because He's going to hold all those souls count accountable. He's going to hold your soul accountable for their souls. Tell them the truth. I don't care if it makes you popular or not. But some of you preachers listening to me right now, you've been you've been telling you've been holding back a lot because you're afraid that you're gonna lose your following. I'm gonna tell you something, it's not gonna matter on judgment day. Love them enough to tell them the truth. Okay? Amen. I know that's for somebody or several people out there. So God bless you. Stay in the Word. I made this podcast from my car, and I don't have my Bible with me, or I would have been reading out of it. I want you to know that you are loved and precious to God, and that no matter what happens, you are in the palm of His hand. God bless you. And I don't care how you feel. Or what it looks like, you have a lovely day anyways. I like to reference Joel chapter 3, 13 and 14. And especially uh, verse 13, it, it sounds a lot like Revelations. And it says, put ye in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, get you down, for the press is full and the vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. And this is an end time a book. Joel is often referenced for just, you know, that's what it is. It's, an, it's about today. And we're living in that day. So now is not the time to be playing tiddlywinks or patty fingers in the holy water. It is not the time for Kool-Aid Christianity. None of that is going to deliver you through these times. But what will deliver you through is walking in the power of God and being unashamed of his word. You know, you're going to suffer through some things serving God. You don't hear that preached very much, but it's all throughout the, uh, the Bible, all throughout this word, because we, we are persecuted for his name's sake. In other words, there's going to be some times where you're not very popular, where you get attacked. Are you willing to suffer through that because you love God and you love people enough to tell them the truth? Because I'm going to tell you something, friends, eternity 
is a long time. Eternity uh, is so long, we can't, our minds can't even hold how long forever is because we have nothing on this planet Earth to measure eternity by because everything we see has a definite beginning and a definite end. Eternity is a long time, and hell is real. People need to be told because Jesus is coming. He's at the door. You know, I like to reference, when I'm talking about this, I like to reference Noah. Very, very much so similar what we're going through today as a body. And what we're seeing in the world today is so similar to what to what uh, uh, Noah went through. You know, Noah preached righteousness for 120 years. And the people mocked and laughed. And then there came, there came the rain. And the earth had never seen rain up to that point because the waters had sprung up from, from, from the ground. The, the springs were in the earth and that's how they got their water. And see, something came upon them that they had never seen before. And then they believed. You see, it's very much the same today. Matter of fact, Jesus said it himself. He said it would be as in the days of Noah. And for a whole other study, I highly recommend that you go study and look into what was going on in the days of Noah because those things are upon us today. Uh, Mankind has gotten too big for his britches and has decided to be God and to tamper with the very foundations of God's creation. And God will not allow this to continue for much longer. You know, the first time that the earth was destroyed, it was destroyed by water. But Jesus said it himself, the second time, it will be destroyed by fire. So those of you who've been listening to a word that's been teaching you to camp out on planet Earth, I encourage you that you go back to the word and you read what Jesus said. This world is a temporary place to be. Now, it can be happy for you. You can have a happy life. I'm not against you having a happy life. Neither is Jesus. Jesus wants you uh, to be fulfilled and whole in him. Okay? But this is not a place to camp out. This is a temporary place. It's a journey. It's, I like to refer to it as, as it's a big filter. You know, you hear people talk all the time about, you know, well, what's the meaning of life? What's the greater purpose in life? If they would look unto Jesus, they would find the greater purpose in life. Your soul has been put on this planet so that you can be refined as, as gold tried in the refiner's fire. Well, how is gold uh, going to come out of your life if you've, not, if you've not been tried in the refiner's fire? One of the things that I I have seen that seems to be continually uh, taught is that, uh, which is completely contrary to everything that that Jesus came to bring us, is that it's almost like people, uh, believers, you hear this right now, you hear those of you who are going through great trials right now, those of you who are uh, being put through to the test, your faith is being put to the test with something. One thing, I, uh, an underlying tone rather that I hear a lot, and you probably do too, is uh, uh, believers that are being tried in the refiner's fire, they get treated like they're, they've done something unpleasing to God. That the reason why they're having troubles is because they're out of God's will or they haven't done what God told them to do. That's not true at all. 
but actually the opposite. Whenever you are being called to do the things that God has called you to do and you're fighting to go through and to do those things, that's when the enemy's going to come at you even harder. But you are going to overcome the enemy with the word of your testimony and with the blood of Jesus. So I encourage you today to remember who you are in God. Remember that you are crucified with Christ. Listen to wisdom crying out to you. Telling you to give up some things in this world. To turn your back on some things in this world. You know, I like to reference also in Revelations. When Jesus was speaking to the Laodiceans. He gave them another chance. He first reprimanded them. If you can remember that. That's chapter 3 of Revelations. Um, chapter 3 verse 14. That's where it starts. And then you, he, he reprimands them for being lukewarm. Okay. And he reprimands them because they said this, down to 17, he says, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be numbered among them. I don't want to be wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. No, I want to be strong and joyous and rich and having eyes to see and clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so he gives them this. He says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich with white raiment and that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eyes have that thou mayest see. And then he says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. You know, is that not a loving God? He is such a father to us. He'll, he will show us, love us, and then he'll say, this is how you fix it. You see, you ever notice that about uh, the Lord's conviction? There's no condemnation from, from Jesus. It's conviction because conviction brings about change. But what do you, how do you buy from a God that has everything gold tried in the fire? What do you offer a God that has everything and created everything? You offer him yourself. You offer him uh, a sacrifice. You give up a few things. You are crucified with him. You die daily. Yeah, there's going to be some things that seem so innocent. That, oh, why can't I do this? But if you look at the bigger picture of them, you can see plainly that it's not the Holy Spirit's will for your life. You see, my friends, my brothers and my sisters, there is a season among us right now. The season is upon us, rather, of sorting. And we are being sorted as a people and you know you've heard through the political different political you know radio stations and you know television stations and whatnot um 
when Obama was in office, it was Obama that that divided us. People, Republicans want to accuse Obama. He divided our country. And then, and then Trump took office. And now it's Trump that has divided us as a nation. But I want to tell you today, you and I both, both of us know good and well, it wasn't these men that divided us. It's our own personal convictions. It's a sorting going on among the people. It's our own personal convictions. Of, it's come down to the nitty-gritty where the issues are such that you can't be on the fence anymore. You've got to decide where you stand. And when you decide where you stand, you better stand therefore. Stand strong. You know, Paul said it this way. He said, he said, having done all therefore to stand, stand therefore. In other words, when you've done everything there is, you stand. You continue to stand on your principles. You continue to stand on the things that the Lord has has shown you. Uh, you continue continue to stand on your convictions. I'm afraid today that we don't see that so much. We don't see so much anymore uh, sacrifices, doing things because it's the right thing to do. That was called principle. You don't see a lot of principle anymore, but there are a few of us left that stand on principles, that we're not going to do a thing simply because we're not going to do it because it's not right. You see, a lot of the preaching today, what I like to call Kool-Aid Christianity or cotton candy preaching, um, has, been, has enabled a people to not stand strong. It has not strengthened their bones. But God is calling us to rise up in this last hour and be a people who are steadfast and convicted and stand on our, uh, on our, on our deep uh, beliefs because it's going to take that. It's going to take a mighty heart. And God wants, wants you to know that, that he's going to give you a mighty heart to stand in this last day. So that you can call the things that be not as though they already were when the time comes. I like to reference Ezekiel chapter 37. And the conversation that took place between Ezekiel and the Lord uh, went something like this. There was a valley of dry bones. And that, that valley of dry bones, the word says it was very dry. And God asked Ezekiel. He said, uh, can these bones live? And Ezekiel answered. It was kind of funny, his answer, his response. You can hear the humor in it. Is he said, oh, Lord God, thou knowest. Because he was probably overwhelmed looking at this valley of dry bones. It was very, very dead indeed. But then the Lord spoke to Ezekiel and he told him, to tell these bones to live and tell them to do this and that. And so Ezekiel prophesied over those bones and he said, Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. It started out with the word. The word was what revived those bones. And those bones began to come together and grow skin and sinew and muscle. And then the breath of God was breathed into them. See, there's a people today that the breath of God needs to be breathed into them so that, they're, so that they can be quickened and come alive in God. God wants you to be set on fire for him again. Some of you, um, maybe you've gone through a season where you feel like almost like you've gone to sleep 
or it's just a season where you just feel uh, maybe not so spiritual. We all go through those seasons. But don't you know God is going to resurrect? He's all about that. God is about life. Everything to do with life is from God. So God is going to resurrect a people in this last hour. And I fully believe with all my heart, friends, brothers, sisters, we are on the edge of one of the greatest revivals that Christianity has ever seen. And God wants you to be part of that. He wants you to be one of his 11th hour workers that's been called out to the fields for the great harvest. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. God wants you to participate in that. And, you know, just like Jeremiah, if you remember Jeremiah, you know, Jeremiah uh, uh, pretty much told God how unqualified he was. He said, oh, but I'm just a child. You know, God didn't care about that. God told Jeremiah he would put his words in his mouth. Don't you know that God can put his words in your mouth when it comes time to tell somebody about Jesus? And he is, and he will, and he will continue to do so. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this program today as much as I have enjoyed ministering to you. I pray that each and every one of you are blessed. I pray that each and every one of you are healed I pray that each and every one of you are encouraged and that your faith grows. Thank you and have a lovely day.